Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where I take you from where your business is right now to fabulous in less than 30 minutes. Remember to sign up for my free 20-minute consultation to grow your business. Sign up at bit.ly forward slash chat Bonnie or to monetize your podcast, head over to bit.ly forward slash pod money. This is episode nine, where we discuss how to get raving fans and increase your sales on social media. Let's get started. Welcome to the Business Fabulous Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs get visible online and grow their businesses from right now to fabulous with your host, Bonnie L. Frank. This former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur has produced over 2,000 live broadcasts and has coached business owners worldwide. Each week, Bonnie shares actionable, effective, and proven social media and marketing strategies that help you get seen, get heard, and get paid online to propel your business forward. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode, episode nine, is all about getting raving fans and increasing your sales on social media. The number one way that people tend to get tripped up in terms of getting raving fans and increasing sales on social media is that they try to do that with their personal social media accounts. You really do want to use business accounts to grow your social media. If you have a business, you should be using business accounts. Number one, it looks like you actually are a business. And number two, you're going to get free metrics. You're going to get free insights. You're going to get free analytics about what's going on on those social media platforms. Of course you want those free analytics. So make sure that you're using a business account. On Facebook, that means your Facebook page, not your Facebook profile. Your Facebook profile is your personal account. Your Facebook page is your business account. So you want your page. On Instagram, you can easily toggle over from personal to business. All it takes is a little toggle. And on Pinterest, same kind of thing. You just need to let Pinterest know that you want to have a business account instead of a personal account. On LinkedIn, you can have your profile, which is really your personal, and then you can have your company page. However, on LinkedIn, it's actually okay if you post as your personal account as long as you indeed are representing yourself and your business. So you're representing yourself and the business that you do. Then it's perfectly okay. But with the rest of the social media platforms, you really do want to use a business account. Very, very important so that you get those metrics so that you really can see what's going on, which posts were most successful, which posts drove the most engagement, the most likes, comments, shares, which had the most amount of people seeing it. Did that in fact grow over time? What types of posts did your people like the best? You can get those types of metrics for free as long as you've got a business account. The second thing that you need to do is provide CTAs. Those are calls to action. 
Calls to action is where you tell people, like I did at the top of this podcast, where you tell people how they can connect with you, how they can get a little bit more of you, how they can email you, how they can reach out to you, where they can get that product, program, service, how they can join your Facebook group, how they can sign up for a free consultation. For example, at the top of this podcast, I gave two CTAs. I said you could sign up for a free 20-minute consultation to grow your business. And I said, go to bit.ly forward slash chat Bonnie. And I also said you could sign up for a consultation in terms of how you can learn to monetize your podcast. That is bit.ly forward slash pod money. So those are two different CTAs that I said at the very beginning, at the intro of this episode. Here's a third one. Feel free to join my Facebook group, the Business Fabulous Facebook group. There we continue the conversation based on all of these episodes and more, and you get loads and loads of free content. And there you can join bit.ly forward slash group. B-I-Z-F-A-B-F-B group, BizFabFB group. So I've already given you three calls to action, and all three of those are 100% free for you, all of those. So sometimes your calls to action will be free, and other times it might be a product, a program, a service that you're providing that is a paid situation. And that's perfectly okay too. But you've got to provide your people with calls to action. You've got to provide them with very, very valuable ways of how they can connect with you further. You want to be able to see how they're finding you and ending up on your website. So you want to have your Google Analytics hooked up to your website. You want to provide valuable opt-ins for them so that they're going to your website for that information and you are growing your list at the same time. Every single time somebody hits your website, you want to be able to track that. You want to know where they're coming from. Are they hearing about your website from a podcast? Are they finding you from Twitter? Are they finding you from a referral? In other words, were they on one website and then they went to your website from there? For example, maybe a friend of yours referred you and they went to your friend's website and then ended up on your website. Did they come to your website from a Facebook ad? Did they come to your website from a Facebook Live? Did they come to your website from LinkedIn, from Pinterest, from YouTube? Did they come from a video? Are they using mobile? Are they using desktop? Are they a man? Are they a woman? You get all of these metrics and more. You get all of these analytics with Google Analytics. So you definitely want to make sure that that is hooked up to your website, that you're providing the CTAs, you're giving them reasons to connect with you further, whether it's free or paid, and you're getting them back on your website so that you can track that data so that you can really get a very clear picture of who your people are. We all think we know who our audience is. The only way to be sure is to analyze it, to analyze the metrics, to look at those numbers, to look at that information. 
And Google Analytics provides us with that, as well as having business accounts on social media. All righty. Number three, the third thing that you want to do to create your raving fans and increase sales on social media is provide the copy, the words, the phrases, the the verbs, the adverbs, the adjectives that is going to really compel your target audience to take action. It's going to compel them to consume the content and to take action on the calls to action that you're providing. So you want to make sure that your copy is targeted to your unique audience. And the way to do that is to analyze your metrics. So for example, do your people like longer or shorter form social media posts? Do they like single images? Do they like a carousel of images? Do they prefer video? Do they prefer live streams versus pre-produced video? Do they like when you put polls? Do you like they like when you put polls in your Facebook groups or polls on your Twitter or, for example, in your stories, your Facebook stories, your Instagram stories? Do they act on the polls? Do they take part in those? Do they answer questions when you put up questions on the stories? Do they participate in the chat? What do they do? How do they behave? And the copy that works the best is the type of copy that you want to keep repeating. For example, in stories, if you do polls and your people really love them, keep doing them. It doesn't mean you always want to do a poll for every single story that you put up, but it does mean that you are giving them what they want. They're showing you that they enjoy the polls, and then you continue to provide them with more polls because they like it. So you want to make sure that the copy is really hitting your target audience. You're using the words, the phrases, the verbs. You're using all of the compelling information that causes them to consume the content. They stop their scroll. They read your stuff. They watch the video. They take part in your poll, whatever it is. And they will do the call to action that you provide. So if you say, click on this link, if you say, sign up for my list, if you say, join my Facebook group, whatever it is, they are doing that. They are doing the call to action. How in the world do you know what to say in the copy? Well, that comes from really, really knowing your target audience and really knowing your ICA, your ideal client avatar, or in terms of a podcast, your IL your ideal listener, or your IPL, your ideal podcast listener. You really need to know him or her because that person is one person. Your ideal client is one person. Your ideal listener is one person. And if you are a podcast producer, if you're a podcast creator, who is also a business owner, that person should be the same person. Your ideal listener should be the same as your ideal client. They should not be two completely different people. If your podcast is more of a hobby and it's not really related to your business, then I would understand why your listener would be different from your ideal client. But in terms of my podcast, Business Fabulous, it's exactly the same person. My ideal listener is, in fact, my ideal client. 
And as long as you know him or her, you know exactly what to say, how to say it, where to be saying it, so that they stop their scroll, they consume the content, and they act on those calls to action. The next thing you really need to work on is your posting schedule. This might seem obvious, but it's really not. People overlook this all the time. If you know your ICA, your ideal client avatar, or in terms of podcasts, your IPL, your ideal podcast listener, if you know him or her, then you know your target audience. And if you know your target audience, you know their behaviors, you know their habits, and you know the times in which they are consuming your content. If you're not sure of that, you can always double check your website analytics, double check your Google analytics, and double check your social media insights. And absolutely every single platform will show you who your people are and when they're consuming your content. It'll show you, you know, which days are better, which times of the day are better. And if people are consuming your content, let's say from one o'clock to three o'clock PM on Sundays, for whatever reason, on Sundays, you really get a lot of people consuming your content from one to three PM. Well, that tells me you better make sure that you've got fresh content right before or right at 1 to 3 p.m. on Sundays. If your people are basically on all day long from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday through Monday, it doesn't matter what day of the week, but it's 7 a.m. through 7 p.m., anytime in those 12 hours, they're pretty much, it's pretty much the same amount of traffic, then you can make sure that your posting is however many times a day you want to post during those hours. If you post before those hours, the vast majority of the people aren't going to see it until seven anyway. And if you post after those hours, the vast majority of your people won't see it for many more hours until that 7 a.m. time passes. You want to check your analytics, you want to check your insights and pay attention to when your audience is online and post accordingly. Now, that does not mean that you have to stay awake at all hours to make sure that that's when you post because you can schedule your posts ahead of time. You can schedule them out with things like Buffer and Hootsuite, Post Planner. And if you need any help with that, I can certainly help with that as well. The last thing that I want to talk about are two things that people tend to get confused and they tend to think they're the same. They're not. And I really want to speak to both of them because they both have a lot to do with raving fans and increased sales coming from your social media. And those terms are transparency and authenticity. You've probably heard a lot about transparency and authenticity. You probably have heard, oh, you need to be transparent online and you need to be authentic. And people will use those terms interchangeably when really they do not mean the same thing. And they will overuse those terms and they will also misuse them. So I'll give examples. Transparency means that Whatever it is that you're being transparent with, it's easy to perceive, it's easy to detect. 
think of transparent as see-through. People can easily understand what you're talking about and they can easily understand what you're like because you're being transparent with things that you're doing. You can be transparent without ever saying how much money you make. People, for whatever reason, I've never seen anything like it, people in the online space feel the need to say how much money they're making, and they think that they have to do that to be transparent. No, you don't. I've never seen anything like it. You know, when you talk to people who don't live online, they do not go around and tell people how much money they make. It's kind of an odd behavior in everyday life. People don't readily do that. And yet, in the online world, people do that all the time. I am here to give you permission to never disclose how much money you make or disclose it every other minute, whatever you want to do. But I don't want you to think that you have to say how much money you make or how much money you're taking in or what your expenses are or what your P&L is, or whatever. I'm not here to say that you have to do any of that because you don't, and you can still be transparent. Authenticity is the other term that I want to talk about. Authenticity means genuine, original. It's you. It's how you are being you. Nobody can do you better than you. The only person who can do it is you, and you can do it the best of anybody. So it's how you're showing who you are. It's how you're showing the you behind everything that you do. Part of that is consistent branding, but part of that is also following through. When you say you're going to do something, you actually do it. And when people listen to your podcast, you sound the same, you give off the same vibe, you're providing the same types of content in the same way that people can expect from you. You're consistent, they can count on you for that, and they know that every time they come back to a different podcast episode, you're going to be the same. You're not all of a sudden going to sound different or it's not going to be a different vibe or all of a sudden you're going to be talking about something totally different than you've ever been talking about. Authenticity has a lot to do with being consistent. Just be who you are and you will absolutely attract who you want to attract as long as you know your ICA or, as I said before, your IPL, your ideal client avatar, your ideal podcast listener. Transparency, easy to perceive, easy to detect. You can see what's going on. Authenticity, being genuine, being original, being you. They are similar. They are not the same thing. And people get that confused all the time. I really, really hope that you think carefully about how you can increase your raving fans, how you can increase your sales on social media. Sure, you can have ads. Absolutely, you can put some ad spend behind what you're doing on social media. I'm all for that. But you really do have to be able to organically cause people to consume your content and to act 
on your CTAs before ad spend will ever work. You've got to be able to convert them in terms of CTAs and get them to consume your content and to engage, to like, to comment, to share, to sign up for your list, to listen to your podcast, to join your Facebook group, whatever it is. If you can do that organically without putting money behind it, then putting money behind it will only increase that conversion. But you've got to be able to convert it organically first. I've got my challenge today. My challenge is that you take one of these strategies. So I went over your business account, CTAs, your copy, your posting schedule, transparency, and authenticity. I went over five different strategies that you can use to get these raving fans and to increase your sales and to grow your business on social media. And I challenge you to take one of them and really work on that in the next week. Let me know how you're doing. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of Business Fabulous. I really hope you're going to take today's challenge and reach out to me and let me know how it's going. Please email me at listener at bonnielfrank.com. Remember, together we are Business Fabulous. Until next time, and as always, I'm grateful for the opportunity to help nurture that spark inside of you to become business fabulous.